Let this food take you places you've never imagined. We really out here eating good ass food, listening to good ass music, just vibing. We aren't critics, fuck critics. We're only bringing you things we love. With your host, Nelson motherfucking Conroy. You've never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling, motherfucker. That's recording as well. My snare's on. Welcome. Welcome. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I had to get that in my head. Welcome to Gastro Traveling. Uh, I'm Nelly Nutbuster, Nelson Conroy. You are your guide gastrally through this podcast where we bring, boom, a piece of food, a piece of music, Bring them together. It's a good old fucking family function here at Gastro Traveling. Uh, so today we're talking about, we're going to go fucking straight dive into it because I'm very excited. It's one of my favorite albums, Stony by Austin Richard Post. One of my favorite artists. A good friend of mine, if we ever met. Uh, we are the same age. We got the same vibes. I love Austin. His dad follows me on Twitter. We're just going to get out of the way right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug. His dad is real father follows me on Twitter and we frequently DM each other. We're good friends. That's not entirely true, but he does follow me. Um, so I don't know. I, Andrew came in here with the food. He's already behind the camera right now. And I, I need to talk to him about it because it's, it looks so fucking, I don't even know. It's come here. Just fucking get over here. And you'll bring that fucking sexy ass over here because I can't, there's no more intro. The intro is fucking done. This food looks fucking amazing. Holy. It's like, Okay, wait a minute. And he gave me Did another. It's not fully done, but I'm gonna. Ha- I'm gonna take. I'll take a. I'll take another Bud Light break after in the scene. So what he just put in front of me is like I don't even. Okay, wait a minute. It's like. Uh, give me you guys. Give me your best guys. So, it's 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 a hoagie roll, right? Yeah. It, it's a it's a bread roll mm-hmm. where it has. I'm gonna go top to bottom because I can't see all on the bottom, but it has like has like sesame seeds on the top. And like, uh, what are those called? Those black seeds? Uh, they're toasted. Well, they're black sesame seeds. Black they're sesame toasted. seeds. They're toasted. We got some tomatoes. We got some lettuce uh, with like some sort of uh, sauce yeah. drizzled upon it. And underneath it, it looks like there's some sort of pasta in it. I don't know. And, and there could be like chicken in there or something. I can't really tell. Angel, what did you put in front of me? It looks so fucking So, good. Oh, my God. I don't even know where to start for this one. What you, um, let's what, give me the name. What is it called? It doesn't really have a name. It's a. I guess it's a an angel original. It's an angel original. What, what would you, what would you call it? At the, boo, at the gastro gastro gangbang. The gastro gangbang. Okay. <laughs> the All gastro. Right. Gang. What is on this gastro gangbang? So we have from like, of, of course, a hoagie roll. Uh, I was gonna. You can't do it on burger bun. Okay. So hoagie roll is the best plate. For the, you know, for this dish, I, got you. Um, I understand. So we have in the bottom, like a yakisoba type. What is that? Yakisoba is usually sticky fried noodles, but uh, the original idea was lo mein. I'll explain why. So we have uh, like a yakisoba, then we have fried chicken tenders, tossed in Chick Fil A sauce. You put Chick Fil A sauce on this thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god! So Chick- you know, I saw it in there. I was like, did he put that in the fucking food? That's um, so awesome. I love Chick-fil-A. Sauce. Then we have uh, shredded lettuce, uh, uh, tomatoes, toasted sesame seeds, more sesame seeds. Oh, a little bit of sesame seed oil. This man went sesame crazy. Sesame seed oil. And then um, more Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, my God. This I can't. There's nothing I can say about this until I take a bite of it. This is the most incredible, unique food I've yep. ever why? 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 Did, so, why? Why is it? Why, what? OG Stony also, but like, they're not a sponsor. But um, I, I think I went in reverse this time. I'm like, I know that Post Malone is a big Bud Light advocate. Uh, so I'm like, what can go down with Bud Light? And I looked up Posty, and then we're, we're best friends. We don't. Even he doesn't know this, but you know, I'm cool. Yeah, I should got a bigger plate. I we can apologize to Rob later when he cleans up. I repeat, Rob. Um. 
where was I in my story about explanation? Posty. We're besties. That's why I call him Posty. I know Big Bud Light Advocate. Uh, so I looked him up and just like, what the fuck? This man eats everything. Like, I've seen him on a couple food shows. Where did you find this bread at? This bread is delicious. Um, Publix. That's Publix bread? Yeah, I didn't have time to make bread. Or it's also, amazing. I didn't fry the chicken because... The Publix? No, I didn't want to make a mess in here. So just we, we just want to keep it... I, I can make... we. It's also, absolutely delicious. Also, I want to have a special episode where we try different fried chickens from the globe. Okay. American style, Korean, which is very popping right now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, whatever. So there is this like thing where he's like apparently the number one customer on um, not Grubhub. What's the other at the food? Postmates. Delivery? Postmates. He apparently <laughs> spent like forty grand in one year, and it listed <laughs> off like Chick Fil A, Panda Express, Burger King, and um, really, yeah. So I'm like, let me take. So it had to be like a comfort kind of fast kind of food kind. Yeah. Of so I took inspiration from all those places. But like, so originally I was gonna do lo mein, but like. Oh. I remember I love ramen noodles. And also, when you do yakisoba, you don't use ramen noodles. But I still have some ramen noodles for when we make ramen. And I love those fucking noodles, like, to the death of me. So I made original teriyaki, like a teriyaki sauce, kind of like yakisoba sauce, like pan-fried it, deglazed with wine, the whole, you know, the whole truth. Chicken the tenders, whole truth. The whole truth. <laughs> peppers for color and flavor, onions, garlic, tenders, tossing Chick-fil-A sauce. There was a debate whether to get tenders from Chick-fil-A or Publix. But let me tell you, uh-huh. if you're a Florida native or a person that lives in Florida, I genuinely believe that Publix tenders are better than Chick-fil-A. I now, agree. that's controversial. It might be controversial to some people. No, nah, Chick-fil-A has shitty strips. <laughs> you got, oh, you got I need a napkin. Where's man, Robert usually gets the napkins. Anyways, this is such an interesting... Combination the low not the low main but the noodles and, and the bun. fried chicken and the lettuce and the bread it comes together so beautifully just not unlike Post Malone and all of his different music inspirations and the music that he makes he's a hot from fucking country music to Bob Dylan to Future to you know Migos he's a, he's got everything going on he's an aficionado for sure this is what Post Malone would eat this is a Post Malone meal Dude, right it's here. got all different types of cultures, types of it's stuff. It's got all different cultures, all different tastes. It's a beautiful... You've you've blown it out of the park again. It's fucking amazing. And it goes very well with a Bud Light. And it goes great with Seltzer, a Seltzer, we're trying to keep the cows down around here. I mean, it's, yes. this is a calorie, like, bomb. Yes. But, um... So, we're going to take a little break because I'm going to finish this fucking food. Also, this so is the type of food that makes you go... <sighs> at night, like, when you're, like, gasping for air. Breathe hard. It might clog your airways. That's why I, you might want to have a second one, but don't. Like I won't, I, but I'm, I'm going to eat this one. This is right good. Now. Like this One is, is good. Amazing. So uh, we'll be right back talking about the music. Angel, thank you so much. You're, you're very welcome. You're, you're wonderful. Thank you for the other Bud Light. Ugh, oh, my God. That me, that I couldn't. I, bro, I cannot explain to you what I just ate. It, 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 it doesn't make it. The, the gastro gangbang is the, is the signature sandwich of this show. Now, it's a, the official. it's the official meal. This man... Took a hoagie roll, right? Put ramen in it with like, it has sesame seed oil and all these fucking different seasonings on it. And then he fucking took up chopped up chicken strips from Publix, which if we had more time and more space to do it, he would do it himself. I'm sure it would be even more amazing. But we took that. He tossed it in Chick-fil-A sauce. Ugh. That's all I got to say about that. And then he took lettuce and and chopped tomatoes fucking put them on there drizzled it with chick-fil-a sauce and 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 sesame seeds toasted sesame seeds that really added to it i i still can taste it they're they're fucking good that meal changed my life just like post malone changed my life december 6 2016 from that day on i will never be the same man I was younger then. I was a lot younger then. A lot dumber than some might say. Some might say I'm still as dumb. Um, I would say that. But, um, so, Stoney. Uh, it's an amazing album. It's 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 his best album, I think. It's my favorite album of his. Um, it's really fucking good. 
before I get dive into the album, I do want to talk about how I almost, by the skin of my dick, I almost met him and became his best friend. Uh, so in 2018, I think, 2017, 2018, I don't remember what year. Um, might have been 2017. I don't know. It was in April of one of those years. Went to Orlando by myself because I personally don't give a fuck. Right? I'll go, I'll go to the movies by myself. I'll go wherever by myself. If there's somewhere I want to go and I don't have I don't have friends that want to go with me to go there, fuck it. I'll meet fucking friends. And that's what I fucking did when I went to go see Post Malone, right? So I lived in Gainesville at the time, so I went down to Orlando. Side story, I got my key stuck in my fucking car while my car was fucking on. I'm a dumbass. So Lockpick came. Shout out to that Lockpick, Locksmith. He was amazing. He came in like 10 minutes. It was great. So I waited in line, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Mike Busey was there. Uh, if you don't know who Mike Busey is, Google the Sausage Castle or don't if you have children. Don't do that. But I ended up, it was very crowded at this show. It was it was oversold, overpacked. I was hot. I was big. I was bumping into everybody. And I started bumping into this girl next to me. Not on purpose, just because there was a lot of picking people. And and we started yelling at each other, like, why are you pushing? I don't fucking know. I'm just trying to find my fucking friend. She's up there, blah, 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 blah. And, and then after that, it kind of turned into a bit between us, and we became friends, and we were talking about it, and how she was trying to get with her friend that was backstage because she was like a stripper or something. I don't know. And we became friends, and we were talking throughout the show. And then I split up from her, but then I left the venue, and I was waiting by the... uh tour bus because i always like to wait after the shows just to see if something happens i just like to i just like to watch and see and hopefully i get to meet somebody um that didn't happen that night but i did end up bumping into her again and i got her snapchat and i fucking i and and she was like all right i'm gonna go and she got on the fucking tour bus and hung out with mike Busey, and they were fucking around and they went back to the sausage castle and she fucking sent me a picture. I still have it to this day in my phone. This picture of Post Malone sitting across from her. I fucked up. I, I had all the cards played out before me. And I did not. It's my biggest regret in life. I should have met Post Malone that night. And I should have become his best friend. But it just was not in the cards. So there's, this is the alternate route to become his best friend. Is, is, is shouting him out one time. Shout out to Post Malone. Awesome Post Malone. That's basically what happened. He put on a great show. He had a, I think he had a bedazzled guitar. He did All Apologies by Nirvana. It was amazing. He was dope. He's wearing a Sex Pistols t-shirt. I remember it very vividly. Let's dive in. Let's just dive into Stoney. You know? Stoney, I think it's obviously kind of a self-titled album in a way. Stoney. Because he's stoned all the time. But uh, I read an article that he does not smoke weed anymore because he had an anxiety attack. So... Uh, the first song we're diving into is broken with whiskey glass. Um, it's a good song. It's a great song. Even, uh, there are some good lessons. He's kind of like the king of heartbreak almost. Uh, it starts off with the fucking, this Eagle, this Eagle call. It reminds me of Assassin's Creed, right? It's, I always judge as we know this, I always judge albums by, their openings and opening with a fucking eagle calling. He's like a cowboy in the fucking desert. I don't drink codeine out of a broken whiskey glass. That right there is fucking poetry. Yada, yada, yada. I spent some time uh, chasing women that don't give a shit. I learned my lessons and I won't ever forget. That right there is a fucking lesson right there. Because there's a lot of lessons. Pause it one second. There's a lot of lessons in this song in Broken Whiskey Glass. Because, you know, there's him saying, uh, I don't spend some time chasing women who don't give a shit. Because you're just fucking wasting time at that point. If you go to chase bitches, you're wasting time. And that's all I have to say about that. Don't do that. I've done that many times. It has not worked out in my favor in any single time. Uh, but then he goes on to say, I really relate to this song because he's like, take your 95, 9 to 5 and shove it up your ass. Because that's how I feel. 
Shove it up your fucking ass. I can't live like this. I can't live nine to five. I cannot do it. It's no way to make a living. Barely getting by. All mistakes. What's that Dolly Parton song? Anyways. Um, so there's a lot of cool lines in this song. Uh, like, um, I think a lot of music, especially when people make their first record is fuck you. You didn't believe me. Look where I am now. And that's how I feel. That's the mode I'm in. All right. People don't believe in me. Right. Rainy doesn't believe in me, but fuck them. Fuck them. I started calling this shit, started balling and shit started flicking my wrist. So like he's calling his shots, like he's fucking Babe Ruth, right? They never listened. Now making them hit. So I'm fucking your bitch. Uh, and you're just talking about how dope he is. It's kind of like the, uh, it's almost like, in a way it reminds me of Eminem because like, because it's like, like a, like a, like a white trash in the best possible way, white trash luxury, because he's talking about spill lean on Supreme last Saturday. Let that shit splash motherfucker talk saucy, right? So he doesn't give, give a fuck is what I'm saying. Not that he's white trash, just that he's, he doesn't give a fuck that he has all these materialistic items that he spilled his lean, which is a drug all over his Supreme, which costs a lot of money. I do like this line uh, that is still relevant to this day. Five years later at the white house, call my homie, Joe Biden. He flying out weed. (laughs) Isn't that funny as fuck? All right. So this next song is called big lie. It was produced by DJ mustard. Um, it's, it's all about calling out people that like to show off what they don't have. What they can't afford. I saw you flexing, homie. That's a big lie. There, you remember that meme back in the day, the Romeo meme? Romeo. Where he said, oh, I'm on this private jet or whatever. And then somebody got a picture of him flying uh, economy class. So it's, it's, it's calling out people that don't got it like him. Basically, it's big baller shit. Like, why are you trying to flex like I'm flexing, but I'm just living? You know what I'm saying? That's basically this song. Say you flexing, that's a big lie. When I pull up, get this bitch live, and you know that I'm going to get mine. Yeah, yeah. I just like this song. It's a good song. Next song. Next fucking song. I'm done with it. I'm done talking about it. This next song is a fucking flex of its own. It's got fucking Justin Bieber on it. Fucking Justin Bieber, dude. It's got Justin fucking Bieber, dude. That's fucking badass. I know a lot of people talk shit about Justin Bieber. um, But Justin Bieber is dope as fuck. He's a good musician. He had, he, you know, he, he grew up in the limelight, so he had to deal with a lot of shit. I don't blame him for being a shithead because everybody's a fucking shithead. Not everybody's a fucking celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody gets to, is put in the limelight at such a young age where you get, you, you're shown being an asshole because, you know, everybody's a fucking kid. But I love Justin Bieber. And uh, Justin Bieber's on the song Deja Vu, which I don't even think he's, quote-unquote featured on like credit oh he is credited on on, on i'm an idiot he wasn't credited on genius for some reason um but i don't know if you ever saw this randy and audience but if you take post malone's vocals and pitch it down i have it's <clears throat> or, excuse me. i'm sorry if you take post malone's vocals and pitch it up it sounds like Justin Bieber. And if you take Justin Bieber's vocals and pitch it down, it sounds like Post Malone. We have a conspiracy on our hands, boys. I have seen it, and it's it's kind of crazy. It's fucking weird. I'm going to play an example right now. Isn't that fucking crazy? It's mind-blowing to me. It's... Are they the same person? Vocally. No, because I've seen them live. Oh, okay. You've seen Justin live? No, but come oh, okay. on. Justin Bieber's not, or Post Malone's not going to be, I mean, Justin Bieber has sounded like that for, for a while, over 10 years. Yeah. So they're not the same person, but it's oh. interesting. 
I think it's just because they're both very talented and they sing in the same. I don't know. We got to get a scientist in here and talk about it. What's up? I'm looking on Genius on uh, the song uh, Deja Vu. And um, there was a question asked and it said, what did Post Malone think of working with Justin Bieber? And Post Malone himself answered. On Genius.com? Yes. Uh, He said he's super dope. He's such a driven uh, work ethic or he has such a driven worth that thing. Yes. And he goes on. It's like a paragraph. But he pretty much says nothing but good things about Justin. I was listening to uh, H3H3 podcast when it was good. And Post Malone was on. And he just casually picked up a phone call from Justin Bieber. Isn't that crazy how that happens? Baller shit. Like, we talk to each other, whatever, every day. But we don't get like a boom. Oh, Justin Bieber's calling. Hold on. Hold on. Justin, Josh ain't Bieber did. That's how he says it on the podcast. Josh ain't Bieber did. All right. So this song, Deja Vu, is centered around. Made it, ain't it, Deja Vu. I have to say one thing, though. Post Malone's uh, ad-libs are the fucking best. They're so good. I know it's a stupid thing to compliment, but I really like his ad-libs. They're freaking fire, dude. This is how I found out about Post Malone. I didn't like him at first. Because I saw, I was like, who the fuck is this guy hanging out with Justin Bieber? Who the fuck does this guy think he is? He's not even handsome. That's what I said. Because oh. <laughs> he had the, like, these dumbass glasses on, and like he just looked way worse than he does. He had these stupid fucking glasses on. It was like, I don't know. I love Post Malone. Post Malone taps into Justin Bieber, his fellow purpose tour mate and tour leader. On the song, the two artists wonder whether their love of their respected significant other is meant to be. The fa- the phrase déjà vu is French for already seen, to which the two use them to help describe it. On September seventh, two thousand sixteen, two days before the song's release, post release rele- post revealed the song and its complete details alongside a video of its making. It serves as the fourth signal of his album Stony. It's a crazy song. That he just has fucking fucking Justin Bieber on. Um, tell me, is that deja vu? Ooh, ooh. Tell me if you want to. Because I know I drive you crazy. It's kind of a... There's not really like a verse or anything. It's just kind of like a radio song almost in a way. that You can just kind of put it on and and vibe to it. You know, it's... it's this whole song is just a vibe. You know what I'm saying? I even like it like... The album cover, that's not the real album cover is behind me. That's the uh, vinyl record that has, it just has Stoney on it. But on, on the real album cover, the uh, f- first one or whatever, I don't know. It's just a portrait of Post Malone and it says Stoney at the bottom. And it, 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 it and, and him picking orange of all colors is a vibe. I love Post Malone. So No Option is the name of this next song. We're blown right through it. Just because I love this album, there's not really... I can't critique it. I don't know. We're blown through, baby. No option is Post Malone's song to his haters and his fans about the lateness of his album. In a heartfelt message on Instagram, he told his fans that his album was going to be postponed due to unforeseen complications. He personally apologized on behalf of himself and his team and expressed his displeasure of the setback. Now the album is out and he can... Now he has time to flex on anyone who has counted him out when Stoney got delayed. This is his time to shine and no one gets away. So, like, the song is talking about, like, uh, I look so clean and the motherfuckers just talking. Show up at the spot and everybody, they're just watching. Don't want to prove you wrong, but you leave me with no option. That's how I feel about life. I have no other option in life than you right there fucking watching me right now. I got no other fucking option than to prove you wrong. Everything that you think, I'm proving you wrong. Everybody asking, post, when is the album dropping? Ever since the first day at it, I've been popping. Post Malone is another one of these motherfuckers. I don't think it's going to happen ever again. The SoundCloud motherfuckers. Because of goddamn White Iverson popped off and everybody was sharing it. And like all these different rappers got a hold of it and they were sharing it. Look how dope this song is. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's uh, 
So, um, everybody asking post when is the album dropping? Ever since the day, I'm sorry, I'm getting just oh fucking distracted here. Uh, one of the one when I first okay. Let's back it up here. When I first got my uh, new car back like a year or two ago, I got a new car. And Justin Spanos, who have you heard, who've made all the music, his father gave me a bumper sticker uh, that said, ass, gas, or grass. It's a beautiful saying. Wonderful saying. And it's basically saying it's not, it's not a free ride. And that's what Post Malone says in this song. Uh, you know, baby, you don't get a free pass. No one gets a free pass. You got to pay for this ride. Yes, Post One's amazing. No option. You leave me no option. Next fucking song. All right, so basically, this next song, Cold, uh, it's a a cold... You can keep playing it under me because I don't want to hear it. Uh, This song is so fucking cold. It is. It is. I know that's stupid to say, but um, this is basically a song about when a lover leaves you because... like he talks about, people say, I learn from mistakes. You keep your space, yeah, but all this pain, yeah. You say you go away, stay in my lane. You hurt so bad when you went away. I needed you, needed you. So what the fuck do I do? I needed you, so what the fuck do I do? It's basically dealing with shit and like overcoming a heartbreak and then getting your wrists so cold and your ice so froze. You got all this jewelry as we talked about before, this jewelry. Uh, and just like kind of flexing on a hoe. That broke your heart. Uh, like this like this line. Uh, this St. Laurent, mama, you like you look nice too. Heartbroken and disolet, Post Malone does what he can to cheer others up. Such as giving his girlfriend, Ashlyn, who Post often refers to as mama, product from St. Laurent. A French luxury fashion that is known for his iconic women's tuxedos and has evolved over the era. He called her mama? Yeah. Okay. You never call a girl mama? No. How you doing, mama? I don't even like being called daddy. So Sometimes I'll swipe up on girls' stories and say, mommy. <laughs> Look at the eye because I think it's funny. Throwing the check like a Nike, I just do it. How much do you think he got paid for saying that line? Uh, he probably got a good penny. Yeah. But he's throwing checks, and he's just doing it like Nike. Good song. Next. This song is one of the best songs ever created. It makes me want to do donuts and a Rolls Royce in the middle of the desert. <laughs> because that's the music video. A ball it, a ball it, a you. So, if you don't know, Allen Iverson was a basketball player. And he had this famous viral video of him. Uh, uh, he wasn't sure what the practice, basically. And one of the reporters, uh, I'll play a clip from it in a second. Um, but one of the reporters was like, hey, why don't you show up to practice? And he's like, why are you worried about what I'm doing in the game? You talk about practice. You talk about practice. Let's talk about games. You talk about practice. And Allen Iverson's a really good basketball player, so he's basically saying that he is the white Allen Iverson because he fucked practice. You think about me when I'm gone. This whole album is about flexing on hoes that did you wrong, and you're more successful than they will ever think even think about. I'm saucing on you. I'm swagging. I'm swagging. Uh, one of my favorite lines... Rest in peace uh, to the person who was supposed to braid my hair today. I I was going to have some braids and I was going to have some hoes, but <laughs> they decided not to come. Um, <clears throat> that's a dope line. He doesn't have braids anymore, unfortunately, but he he, he still has hoes. Oh, damn it. Fuck practice. This shit just happens. So he's just saying, he's saying like Allen Iverson, fuck practice. I'm I'm good enough just to fucking walk in here and do it. So, I never know, noticed this, but in one of the lines he says, it's tragic, I make it happen, and y'all shacked in. Shacked in? I didn't know this. 
Shacked in a Fool is a segment on Inside the NBA hosted by Shaquille O'Neal himself that highlights some of the funniest or weirdest plays in the NBA from the past week. On the show, Shaq uses Tragic Bronson to describe big men falling to dribbling down the... (laughs) Tragic Bronson to describe big men falling to dribble the... failing to dribble the ball down the court. That's fucking tragic Bronson. Post Malone delivers on his songs while other rappers shacked a fool and flop around in the game. That's kind of a fun. I didn't know that. I learned that just now. Uh. Even like the, the, the vocals on the song where he's going, ooh, it's fire. It's good. It's a classic song. It's It's one of those songs... Where you think about the, the 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 decade of the tens, it's one of the top five songs of the decade. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Easily the top, top five song of the whole fucking decade. Maybe the fucking new millennium. It's a good fucking song. It's fire. I swear, if I play it for anybody, they'll like it. It's a good fucking song. It's a song for anybody. Also... Hold on. Let me talk my beef real fucking quick. What is that guy's name? Pause. He's the radio guy. Charlemagne. Charlemagne the guy. Uh Uh-oh. Fuck Charlemagne one time. Because every fucking time that Post Malone goes on, one of those fucking shows, whatever show, it's irrelevant. Oh, the Breakfast Club. The fucking Breakfast Club. Anytime Post Malone goes on the Breakfast Club, there's some goddamn disrespect from... What was his name again? Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the fucking God. Why? He says his music sounds like mayonnaise. That's racism. He'll fucking giggle it up with Cardi B, right? When he's on, right? He'll fucking, you know, he's having a great old time with Cardi B there. But Post Malone comes in, he's this fucking 20-year-old kid, and you're going to fucking act like a dickhead to him? Call him a culture vulture and shit? Called him a fake future. Yeah. Which, he doesn't even sound like future. No. He doesn't even use, like, future has his own thing going on. And it doesn't, it, 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 no. And I don't even think future's that good. I'm right there with you. He's overrated, I think. Yep, 100%. Drake carried through, uh... Uh, what's that, what's that album called? Diamond. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Hold on. I got diamonds on me dancing. Fuck Charlemagne the God. It's for some real disrespectful shit. All right. I don't appreciate it. His music sounds like mayonnaise. And then he'll say like, oh, you didn't like the song with 21 Savage that he had on? He said, I like the beat and I like 21 Savage's part. Well, what the fuck? What is your problem? Uh, what a time to be alive with Drake. What a time to be alive. That's a good album. Yeah. Anyway. I'm right there with you. Fuck. Fuck Charlemagne. Straight up. His bald ass. Grow some fucking hair, pussy. Get his ass. Get his ass, Nelson. (laughs) Stupid. But I respect both. If that was me, I would have, I would have left the interview. I would never have fucking come back. But. Maybe he was contractually obligated. Maybe he's just a nice guy. Maybe he's better than me. But I will not stand for that shit for no fucking reason. Like if if we're beefing and that's a conversation, like that's that's a reason not to like me. But if you're not gonna like me because I'm white, I'm Italian, we got a problem. That's just fucking stupid, and it's just ignorant, and it's it's not. White Iverson. Cool name for a song. Cool name for a vibe. Um, Let's get into the next song. I don't want to talk about this next song, but we're going to talk about it. This next song. It deals with what I think everybody's gone through. And it's a young heartbreak. It starts off. She told me that I'm not enough. And she broke me with she left me with a broken heart fooled me twice and it's all my fault she cut too deep now left me scarred kind of sounds like a goat in the song left me scarred but it's a good song 
Um, I feel it. It's one of his more emotional songs. Um, not his most emotional song on this record, surprisingly, but um, it makes me feel bad about myself, and it makes me feel like a lot of the times when I've hear, heard people say, or not say, but have vibed that I'm not enough. Now she now never caught a feeling this hard, harder than liquor I pour. Tell me that you want me no more. Uh, feeling like I sold my soul, devil in the form of a whore. Something I really loved about this this song is I always think about it is when he says whipping in the foreign, so he's flexing and the tears keep rolling, so he's crying while he's flexing. I just I love that song and so much. So this is one of my favorite songs just because of the ad libs because he'll go like, yeah, Rari took off like a rocket, skirt, 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 skirt. I love it. So this song is all about um, not being patient anymore. I used to be patient. Now it's fuck you, pay me. I'm sick of waiting. I'm sick. Of, I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of everything. I'm sick of sitting here. I'm sick of being a piece of shit. I'm sick of not getting what I want. Fuck you. I did the work. I made the money. I did the numbers. Pay me. I need my I mean my motherfucking money. Sleep right next to the F and A F N N. Motherfuckers the government. F and N Herstall is a firearm. I'm a big advocate of the Second Amendment, which is cool. I think it's the only a matter of time before the government are going to come for our firearms. And I think it's crazy time that we live in and violence has got and violence has been going on for so long. And I think it's really an exploit exploitation and i'm now taking advantage of our right as humans to protect ourselves against a tyrannical government it's one of the way it's it's on the way and that's why i'm building an apocalypse shelter let me read that again fnn herstall is a firearm i'm a big advocate of the second amendment i think it's only a matter of time before the government are going to come for our firearms and I think it's a crazy time that we live in and violence is going, has been going on for so long. Uh, but I, re- I think it's really an exploit exploitation. And now I'm taking advantage of our rights as humans to protect ourselves against the tyrannical government. It's on the way. And that's why I'm building an apocalypse shelter. Wouldn't it be fucking amazing if it was you fucking desert people or wherever this fucking, cause he probably built it by now. This apocalypse shelter. It's you, Austin Richard Post, his posse, your posse, and desert people versus Joe Biden, <laughs> Kamala Harris, and the U.S. government. My my money's on Post Malone. Easily, easily, we're fucking we're take, It's gonna be it's gonna be the United States of Posty. <laughs> this man's crazy, and I love it. This is one of my favorite songs just for the just for the vibes. Uh Young Post be like Pablo. <laughs> Amazing line. Because he's popping off now, everybody wants to be his friend. Listen to me. If Pablo didn't wasn't popping off and he was just some fucking guy from from Austin, Texas, or wherever the fuck he's from, wherever Texas, I would want to hang out with him. End of sentence. Wait a minute, I got one more thing. Can you pull up Genius? Uh, yeah. My shit is taking forever to load. Pull up the song and then go all the way to the bottom and there's a line called, The Chino fucked your bitch and now you resent me. Yep. What does that mean? What does he say? Shout out to my alter ego. He's Leon DeChino. Oh, Leon DeChino. Okay. All right. Leon DeChino. Uh, the <laughs> I've... Le- <laughs> <laughs> there was a video that came out of Post Malone with like short, like a short shorts on, and he was Leon DeChino, and it's like it's alter alter ego that he was in high school that he made up. It's fucking hilarious. So like he's saying like his Slim Shady, his alter ego is DeChino fucked your bitch, and now you resent me. But that wasn't even me. That was my alter ego. Uh, that's funny as fuck. 
I love that so much. Dicino. Leon Dicino. I need a I need an alter ego like that. But my alter ego is really Nelly Nubuster, I think. In a way. Yes. <laughs> what? Leon Dicino has his own Spotify. He does? Uh-huh. I can't believe we almost didn't talk about Leon Dicino. What a crazy time. What a silly kid. All right, next song, Go Flex. Oh, the opening is this one's just fucking wild. He gets to show off his little guitar skill. Not his little, they're guitar skills. He gets to show off his guitar skills. This is one of those songs. Randy, we just lowered nothing to turn it off. This is one of those songs that I relate with most in my life right now. I mean, I, I relate with a lot of this because it's, it's, it's a lot of on the come up and I'm, I'm about to pop off and I'm popping off net, whatever. It's very early stages of popping off and I'm not even there yet, but I'm, 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 I'm working my up, but I relate with this song a lot where he goes like, uh, and my bitch called talking about some drama. I swear there's no time for no women on the come up. It's either pussies or the commas. That's the fucking truth. You ain't got time for every fucking thing in your life. And it, it's hard to find a, a, a partner. Doesn't matter the gender or your sexual orientation. It's it's hard to find a partner that wants you to succeed. Right? Is, am I fucking wrong here? Nope. People. Women. They don't build. Right? They fucking move in. And that is the basis of this song, really. I just want to go flex. I want it so bad. I want to be so successful. Gold on my teeth and on my neck. I don't have the lyrics in front of me. Man, I just want to go flex. Yeah. But it also goes on in the next verse. Um, she ain't never met a man. Met a young and do it like me. She got a man... But she says she really liked me. She doing things to excite me. She's sending all her friends snaps of my new tracks. Cause all these hoes know what's about to come next. I hit my plug up, got the paper connect. I dropped a couple bands. I just want to go flex. And then the outro is fucking song where it just kind of goes acapella. Almost the beat drops and it's just him as guitar. Um, that shit is icy. I've never used that term before, but I'm using it today. And in the music video, who's in the music video? It's somebody famous. Of like the lady in it. He's got this really cool like man bun in it. That's a vibe. Who's the woman in it? Uh, Leah Marie Johnson. Oh, it's the fucking, isn't that weird? She was on like kids react on YouTube and shit. Yes. Yes. I, I remember watching the video and I was like, why the fuck is she in this video? <laughs> this don't make any goddamn sense. All right, this next song has a really cool feature by Kalani, which is kind of a surprise feature in a way because you don't really expect her to pop up in this album, I think. Um, But he's talking about how, you know, this girl is infatuated with him because he can buy out the store. He's got Bathing Ape, which is a clothing company that is streetwear, down to the floor A. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about the song, other than it's good. I know you like it when I act like I'm still shy. But then I back it up and put that shit in overdrive. That shit is hot as fuck. Because, look, I'm so shy. And then I fucking give it to you. I like that shit. <laughs> um, but Kalani is a perfect, perfect, perfect addition to this song. It's a beautiful song. Uh, and I think we're just flying through it. We're going to go to the next one, Too Young. Uh, which, Too Young is a song that is... Um, an ode to both ASAP Yams, Christian Taylor, and Pimp C, who all died too young. 
This song is meant to remind us that we can reach each other with a different perspective and it can mean something to them as well. Everybody can relate to something in a certain way. As opposed to what I said about the song. Uh, basically, uh, I almost said Kanye West. Post, Post Malone basically doesn't want to die too young before you can enjoy his fame and wealth. <laughs> Something he said, because there's a line of the song, flowing onto the Galapagos, running and grabbing the dough. Something he said online, I have never been to the Galapagos Islands ever. I would like to go. I would like to see the Galapagos turtles, drink alcohol and sleep on the beach, and pet a jellyfish. That would be so fire. I don't want to die too young. Can we get serious for a second? This lifestyle that Post Malone lives and this crazy fast, live fast, die young lifestyle is dangerous, right? Since this song come out, a lot of my favorite artists and a lot of Brandy's favorite, a lot of everybody's, a lot of artists has died at, at too young. X, Peep, Juice World, they've all died too young. I was so fucking, listen to me. Oh my God. Mac, Mac, Mac fucking Miller. I was so worried about Post Malone, all this shit's going on. Cause, cause it, it looked like he was taking it hard. Right. When Mac Miller passed away, I saw his video Post Malone and he looked hurt. He looked, of course he did. Cause his friend just fucking died and these fucking leech paparazzi motherfuckers come up to him and like harass him and shit. And, can't you have a fucking a human moment with these motherfuckers? Like Austin, it was Austin there. It wasn't Post Malone. It was fucking Austin, and he was broken that his friend died. That man needed a hug, and I I owe him that hug. One day, if I ever meet him, I'm giving him a hug, and I'm telling this like I like like it's fucked up, man. That's all I got to say. I don't know. I just think I I think the the the. Live fast, die young shit is, it's, it's, it's fun, but it's, it's depressing when it happens, you know, there are some cool beats there verses on the song. My whip fast, my bitch bad. I skirt, skirt that coop fast, my coop fast. Yo bitch. No, my bitch slow. She do what I say. So, and she always keep me on my toes. So it's like a back and forth almost. I, 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 I like the vibe of the song. Counting bands, hallelujah. Um, let's see what Post Malone has said about this song. After ASAP Yams passed, I recorded this song. So it's kind of an ode to him. We weren't friends, but I think it was so cool how he ha- he was a cultural icon and he inspired so many people to do what they wanted to do. And he had such an influence on the youth of today. I think it was a tragedy that he went so soon. I just thought it was the right thing to pay tribute to him. Then in Dallas, this kid, Christian Taylor, passed, and he was on this song before he was killed. And that was surreal. Fuck, what? This kid, Christian Taylor, passed, and he was on this song before he was killed. And that is surreal. I was living with a kid in Dallas, and I don't know what happened, but apparently the cops shot him. And a couple days before he was killed, he did the lyrics to my song. That's a crazy scenario. Oh, he was onto the song. Like he knew the song. He was vibing to it and he was murdered. Oh, Oh shit. Fans have said it means a lot to them. And I think that's cool. How a song reminds us that we can reach others with different perspectives and it can mean something to some, somebody as well. Everybody can relate to something in a certain way. Like I think Post Malone's way fucking deeper than a lot of people give give him, give him credit to, and a lot of his fans just like the surface level Post Malone. But I think he's deeper with his Bob Dylan shit and his like his his country shit he would do. Like I, I can't I cannot wait for the Post Malone country album. That shit is gonna be fire. It's coming one day. I know it. But it's crazy. See, we were talking about earlier with like the food and stuff. Post Malone's able to do a record with Ozzy Osbourne and then cover Bob Dylan and then do this country song and then do fucking Nirvana fucking uh, 
tribute show. This man is so versatile in his music. He's a talent. That's all I got to say. And then we go to one of the one of the radio hits of this song. It's not I love this song, but it's not one of my favorites. Congratulations. My mama called seeing you on TV. Son said shit done changed ever since we was on. I dreamed it. Whatever, whatever. Right? Quavo's on this song. I love his verse in this song. I was patient. Yeah, I was paid, John. Listen to me. When this podcast pops off and we have like a podcast party or whatever, that's the theme of this fucking. So this song's all about like, now that you're successful, people want to back you. Now that you're successful, congratulations. Before then, when you were trying, when, when they didn't see the, vi- when they didn't fuck with the vision and they didn't see what was going on, they couldn't care like fucking less. But now that you're on TV, now congratulations. Right? He was itching like an addict. For the money, he's a savage. I know I sound dramatic. Yada, yada, yada. What? I thought you were saying something. Uh, Coming with the bullshit. I just put it to the side. Falling since a baby, they can see it in my eyes. That shit is fire. And like when you're celebrating and you got confetti coming down and you're saying, congratulations, and you're vibing that song, it's a fucking vibe, son. It's a fucking goddamn vibe. Okay. Uh, and then Quavo comes in, fire verse. Worked so hard, forgot to have vacation. They ain't never had the dedication. People hate and say we changed. Look, we made it. Yeah, we made it. But I think like people like Quavo and Post Malone and all these artists that kind of started from the bot, like straight from the fucking bottom. And they had to work so hard. Now they see these people that didn't fuck with them before. Now fuck with them. And uh, Honcho Houdini is gone, which is what his nickname is. That's it. That's all I say. The music video is fire. He's got these two braids coming down. And he's got like these fucking tight ass teal pants and uh, confetti coming down. It's a beautiful record. I want to go up there. All right. As a surprise to some, this next song up there was produced by none other than somebody we've seen a lot, Pharrell Williams. Which is amazing. Uh, this is Post Malone's first fucking album. And he's getting people like Pharrell Williams on it. Also, the ad-libs in the song. Skirt, skirt, skirt. Dope as fuck. Um, Uh, this song discusses how Post feels about his partner. He feels she is disconnected from him. He doesn't want to deal with it anymore and would rather get high and ignore his problems. He feels uncomfortable because he tells himself everything is all right. However, gets drunk or high to forget it all. I want to go up there uh, and I don't ever want to come down and deal with my problems. Uh I ain't religious, but I look into the sky and pray to anyone holy. I've been drinking way too much, and man, I got the blues because my baby don't hold me. Let's just turn it up. Turn it up. Turn up the song. I never noticed. I thought I was Post Malone in the background singing. That's Pharrell. Turn it up. Turn up more. That ooh, ooh, ooh. Back up. Back it up. Five seconds. That that's Pharrell. Pharrell. That's Pharrell Williams. Not badass. On his first album, that's crazy. That's amazing. I never even noticed that before. I think that was Post Malone though. The skirt, skirt, skirt. That's Posty. They kind of sound similar though. A little bit, yeah. 
That background? That's yeah. that's Pharrell. Wow. Hey, I tell you to stop, baby. All the way to the top, baby. We're learning all the kind of new shit on this podcast. So the next song, the next song is called "Yours Truly," Austin Post. I had to take a Bud Light break. Not sponsored, but I am drinking Bud Light Seltzer Mango. It's fucking delicious. Rob's gonna be mad that I didn't drink all these. This is like halfway done. Same one. I just came down from the high of my life. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Pause it, pause it, because I gotta talk about this shit. So this this quote unquote last song of the debut album. Uh, is a celebration track of the of of his success. He's having the time of his life, right? He had to take a Bud Light break, which he probably got paid for saying that because it's amazing. Um, love him. Uh, see us popping champagne. We could do it all night. Everything gone bad. We gonna make it all right. And then, he, how are you expecting them O's when you ain't putting work? And I just got a phone. So, like, how are you going to expect the good things to happen if you don't put the work in? My best advice I can give anybody listening to this podcast is I just lost it. What the fuck? Put in work. I don't know. Put in work. I I had better advice, but I just forgot. It just left my brain. Uh, I've been eating so good, bitch, my belly broke every time I eat Angel's cooking. Shout out, Angel. Um, put that sauce on that bitch real quick. That's what that's what that's what uh Angel said when he made the meal today. He put the Chick Fil A sauce on that bitch real quick. I just came down from the high of my life. I just I just came down from the high, which is interesting. That that's the chorus of the next song, because the last song's called Up There, and he wants to go up there, and now he's celebrating. I just came down from the high of my life. What's up, Randy? So I guess I'm back in 2018 when he did some tours or whatever. Um, he paid one of his buddies named Alex a thousand dollars a day uh-huh. just to follow him around with Bud Light and a beer bong. Beautiful. That's awesome. Beautiful. I want that job. That is Randy, awesome. that's, you're my Alex. Then we gotta get a beer bong. Well, I don't do that, but whatever. <laughs> we, you can follow me around with something else. We don't fucking fuck with y'all. We don't. This is the fucking pre-chorus. We don't fucking fuck with y'all, do we? We don't got a stun on y'all, do we? Bring that money back to yours, truly. When I'm rocking my goddamn jewelry, so it's it's like he's saying like at the end of his album, he's saying yours truly, Austin Post. Like this is the end of the album. This is for you from yours truly. But in the song, it's such a genius way to do this. The name of the song is yours truly. Austin Post. But then he's saying in the track listing, this is from me. Right? And in the song, he's bring, bring the money to fucking yours truly. That's all I got to say. And that is the end of the official album. But we have a few more tracks we want to talk about. Uh, four more tracks. Leave is the next song of the deluxe edition. Uh, Leave is interesting because um, it has a it has a sister song brother song it has a sibling song on the next album called stay and we'll get to that eventually oh. you never heard this before i don't think so he's so alive. have you heard the song stay i'm pretty sure i heard stay because that sounds form uh familiar familiar i don't know why i said it weird they came out with uh exclusive uh bud light with post face on it <laughs> We should have got that. They're 20 bucks for one can. All right, so this song is very dark, and 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 I worship since I met you. I fell onto my knees, and when no one would accept you, throw myself up on a cross and bleed. I've seen a dark color coming up. So this is basically, you know, putting somebody on a pedestal, and then they don't watch you anymore, and... um. Um, I kept wishing I would die the whole plane ride home and I wish I could. I know I should leave you alone, but he doesn't want to, but he needs to leave her alone. He's no good for her. Oh, oh, that's all I have to say. I don't know. It's a, it's, it's another depressing song because you know, uh, 
It's a song about longing and aching after a heartbreak. It's fucking wild. Anyways, next song. Next song. I can't talk about this shit. And yeah, like like I said, like there's a song called Stay on his next album that is also a vibe that we're not really going to get into, but go check it out. We'll talk about it when we do Beer Bongs and Bentley. But is it a companion song to this? Hit This Hard details the fast lifestyle and sleepless nights fueled by drug consumption and partying that Post has been living, coupled with regrets and self-reflection that come with falling into the hole of drug and alcohol usage. Post questions if this lifestyle is good for him before immediately jumping back into it. The ambient, atmospheric, and psychedelic beat co-produced by Lil Angelo uh, who led the production of all three of the weekend's mixtapes back in 2011, contrasts the distorted high pitch and warped vocals throughout the whole intro and pre-courses. The influences of the producer can be truly felt as post taps into the weekend style. It's not that great of a song. Next. It's up first. This song is amazing. It's got two chains. Money made me do it. Featuring two chains. I love two chains so much. Every 20 minutes change clothes. There's like a steel drum beat in the background. It it reminds me of Super Mario Sunshine. Money made me do it. I said, I said money made me do it. Money is the motivation. Uh, In this song, Post Malone pays homage to Bankroll Fresh, an Atlanta rapper who is the best known for his 2015 self-titled mixtape and his hit song, Walked In and Hot Boy. Uh, he was killed in a tragic shooting, shooting uh, on the night of March 4th, 2016 at the age of 29. The deadly scene occurred at Street Exec's studio where dozens of shell casings were reportedly found. Many rappers have paid their tributes in later the death, which included Lil Wayne, Pusha T, and Two Chains himself. Two two months prior to the song's release, and a week after his untimely death occurred, he explained how the late MC's passing affected him. Uh, in an interview with Wendy Williams, <laughs> uh, I think this is actually yeah, Two Chains was on Wendy Williams, which makes more sense. Uh, he was an authentic trap rapper from Atlanta who touched many lives and lit up every room he went to. It was super unfortunate, super unnecessary, and super senseless. It was just made me want to step up and use my platform for more positivity. So shout out to Two Chains, Titty Boy. That like Post Malone could even do that is 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 saying rest in peace. The bank roll. Some people will ignore it. Some people won't acknowledge it or whatever. But somebody like me or somebody that, like Randy or somebody that listens to it, they'd be like, oh, bank roll. Who's that? And then you'll check out his music and give him more exposure. And I think that's great to use the platform like that. Uh, two Chains verse is fucking amazing. Diamonds in my chains goes. But he starts off the verse going, got a bandana around my neck. Like bankroll fresh. Got a pocket full of street money. About to count my blessings. Two Chains is just a, like a crazy. We're going to do one of his albums soon because his album, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music fire oh I guess this was on his debut mixtape as well called August 26th I'm gonna look up I'm gonna listen to it and then we get to the last song Feeling Whitney which is uh for someone to put up with my bullshit it's not very hip hop it's very emotional it's very it's very like I don't even know it's like indie almost it's like a guitar beat not even a beat, it's a guitar in the background. Just the guitar alone is fucking wild. But it's a, it's almost a, like a homage to Whitney Houston in a way. Because it's called Feeling Whitney. And I've been looking for someone to put up with my bullshit. I can't even leave my bedroom so I keep it pouring. Because I'm getting chills right now. I'm legitimately getting chills because it pays homage to... Johnny Cash. Um, I ain't seen the lights of day since. Well, that's not important. It's been long. That's a homage, if we all remember, uh, to Folsom Prison Blues. 
I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. So it's a homage to that. And then um, this is Post Malone talking about uh, Johnny Cash. He's got tattoos of Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is amazing. Um, he's a great. This is John, this is Post Malone on Johnny Cash. He's a great storyteller. I've always loved the live San Quentin performance. Just the pure joy that you can see from all the people that were in jail. That Johnny came to rock with them and sh- stuff and show them love. Just you know, it's really inspiring. It's super dope. And it shows music that no matter where you are or where you're at, you know, people can always relate and get excited about something. Cash's impact isn't limited to post music. He also got that too. Yada, yada, yada. So this song focuses on his relationship with drugs pretty much because Whitney Houston is obviously famous for using drugs. Um, but feeling Whitney can refer to the use of certain drugs such as painkillers. While, while Malone's drug use has not resulted in fatal outcomes. This line expresses the fluctuation in moods one experiences when they are constantly using. Um, the line is, and I was feeling Whitney, me and my homies sipping the Houston. Sipping Houston is a reference to sipping lean, which a drug cocktail that originated from Houston, Texas. Uh, lean was popularized in rap music from Houston and Houston is Whitney's last name. Uh, and, Post Malone answers this on a website called Cora. Uh, the the meaning of this song. This is a great question. I don't feel like I'm gonna get this question a lot. This song is about whether, whenever, I was a little boy, and I just moved out to L.A. and I was 18 and getting into trouble and everything. And you know Whitney Houston, and Houston is associated with lean. So I was saying my homies sip like Houston, as in the lean. So, yes, that's what the song was about. Just locking myself in a dark place and doing bad things. The second verse is probably my favorite because, like, at first he's saying, like, I've been looking for someone to put up my bullshit in the first verse. The next verse he goes, um, he's just delving more into his own addictions and depressions. I've been looking for someone that I can buy my drugs from. It seems like every plug ran east to Utah became Mormon, which is funny because he moved to Utah recently. Uh, drought comes around, feels like I have no one to depend on. Sober. Ugh. I had 80 beers on Tuesday night. I had nothing to do then. I put on a little Dwight, which is, um, Dwight Yoakam is a famous country singer known for a smash hit, Suspicious Minds. He's just talking about his depressive nights. And that's how it kind of ends. It's a guitar. And the... And it ends with the core. Um, you act as just act as hard as you can. You don't need a friend, boy. You're the man. So I feel like this is like when he was 18, he moved to LA, right? So I feel like this is just his whole vibe in LA was just loneliness and drug use and and just stuck in his room and he doesn't see the light of day. That's it. I don't know. I love Post Malone. That's been the album. That's it. Sorry, it's kind of, I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird episode, I feel like. We took a break. And I'm feeling, I don't know. Follow us. Follow us on the internet. Follow me at Nelly Nutbuster on all social medias. Uh, follow this podcast. Follow Randy. Uh, everything is going to be in the uh, description below. So click the follow button. I love you all. Sorry to leave you on such a somber note, but I got to go cry now. Um, Bye.